But like I said, this is really interesting. It's the Friday before a long weekend. Typically, we would be talking about the fact that gas prices are going up, right? I mean, they, you could set your watch by that. It's pretty much every time a long weekend rolls around, gas prices go up. We all know that, right? There's a, it's never the, it's never the long weekend when you ask, why the gas prices are going up. They never say, well, because it's a long weekend. No, no, no. It's always, you know, someone spilled a coffee in a refinery in Louisiana and we had to clean it up and it took a few hours. So that's, there's always a reason. It's never the long weekend, but here we are and gas prices are coming down in Canada heading into a long weekend. Like six cents a liter, pretty much standard right across the country and maybe more to come. Let's find out what's happening. We're going to chat with Dan McTigg. Um, he is the president of Canadians for Affordable Energy and we've had him on the air many times. Always nice to chat. Dan, thank you for being here today. Appreciate it. Oh, it's good to be here to talk about lower prices rather than the alternative <laughs> shape. I know, right? It's kind of strange. What, what's going on? Why are gas prices coming down heading into a long weekend? Uh, they call it shoulder season maintenance. Refineries uh, basically bulk up a lot of fuel, send out to the market. Uh, that's the that's the one issue, but there's probably five or six others. Uh, I won't go through all of them, but uh, nervousness by the market that believes that uh, there's demand destruction on its way, possibly a uh, um, a false signal from the Department of Energy, U.S. Uh, Energy Department, on the weekly petroleum report saying that uh, demand had uh, you know pretty much. You know, <laughs> crumbled in the past week and mm-hmm. uh, that there was a six million barrel gasoline build. Uh, that's pretty significant, uh, but it's likely terribly erroneous and it'll probably be corrected next week. Nevertheless, it's good news. Of course, the United States, except for the federal government uh, there, doesn't have the same holiday we do. So um, this is becoming a bit of an interesting point. I'm actually looking at the past couple of years and of the past 10 holidays, eight have seen price drops yeah. or remain the same. Two have seen a price increase, and all of them directly related to what happens in the United States when we have a coincidental holiday. Yeah, you know what, Dan, you're right. I mean, for years and years and years, a long weekend rolled around, prices went up, but I've noticed this isn't the first time recently where we've seen a change. Um, I wanted to ask you when, you, when you, when you talk about fears of, you know, demand collapse, and I know there's also uh, talk of a recession and that plays into this, What what is the worry out there that uh, the demand is just going to fall off a cliff even more? That's the idea. Uh, it hasn't happened. It's not happening. And, you know, although if someone looks for validation, they just have to go back to Eastern time, 1, uh, 1030 on Wednesday. And they'll say, yeah, there it is. Demand has dropped. But the uh, Department of Energy in the United States is taking a real uh, kicking for this one uh, because it looks like uh, they're now starting to admit, hey, maybe we should do this only monthly, not weekly, because uh, we don't see what's actually happening at gas stations. We don't see the demand there. We only see what uh, refiners are demanding uh, every single week and what they're selling. So that's kind of where we're at. There are other factors, too, that you know are complicating this. The ever-present uh, threat by central bankers to raise interest rates mm-hmm. has a lot of people running for the selling buttons. Um, whatever the case may be, maybe more specifically to what I'm seeing here in Calgary and Edmonton, it, it, it is a concern for me. It's costing gas stations today, and I realize prices have dropped, about a buck sixteen a liter taxes in to buy their fuel. Okay. It's a buck nineteen, eighteen and a half, nineteen in Calgary. They're charging a dollar forty five. 
and a dollar forty and a dollar thirty eight. Yeah, there is no way under the sun that retailers, gas retailers, should be charging a twenty five to thirty cent retail margin. That is a license to print money, and it's wrong. So you know, I know people are going to point fingers and say, "Aha, look, the government and prices are falling." In my view, you know, a normal retail margin of ten twelve cents a liter should see prices in the dollar thirty dollar thirty five range, not a dollar forty. Four dollar forty five is we're currently seeing, which I think is totally unacceptable. So I mean, you've got Edmonton, and I'm taking a look, and as low as a dollar twenty five nine, which is pretty low. So is that a little more in line with what you would expect? Yeah, I mean, it depends where you're selling it. So if you're seeing a dollar yeah, twenty three to a dollar twenty six, you know that the base price in my mind when I do these calculations, and and you can see this, Shay. Everyone can go to Petrocan Daily Rack Price, go to Shell. Those are two companies that give the wholesale price. They will say for today, Friday, is uh, the rack price or the wholesale price was 87.6 cents a litre. I add my federal tax of 14.31, which is the uh, federal carbon tax, and then another federal tax of 10 cents a litre. I multiply that all by 5%. That gives me a buck 16, buck 16, five. So, you know, the dollar twenty-three, dollar twenty-six. Mm-hmm. that's a nine, ten cent retail margin. That's spot on. I'm even giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But I get really annoyed when I make a prediction and I see that, well, gas bars are saying, well, we're just going to hang on to the money for a few more days. Because on a 60 liter fill up, if you're being stiffed for an extra 15, 20 cents, maybe 25 cents a liter, you can see how it has become sure. really a license to print money. Yeah, exactly. And we're all driving F-150s out here, Dan, so nobody's putting in oh, 60 yeah. liters. <laughs> <laughs> I got it in my old 2003 Chevy Silverado, so I'm always waiting for the best price whenever I can. Exactly. Um, is it all the same when we talk about the price of oil, which sort of fell off a cliff this week, too? Is it yeah. the same uh, pressures there? Danger there, because uh, OPEC is not fooling around, uh, and they are the swing producers. They see the United States... Uh, basically turning its back on investments in oil and not, uh, uh, although producing as much as they can given these high prices, but to see it drop 10 bucks a barrel in the past uh, five, six, seven days, I think is just grist for the mill that proves OPEC's point that this North American energy market is significantly dysfunctional. And it should not be, it should be reflecting supply and demand. Now, if we don't like what OPEC's doing, there's a simple solution here in Canada, especially given the third largest provable reserves in the world of oil, build some bloody pipelines. Now, you've heard me say this before, yep, and I'm yep. an Easterner, so and I'm not a, no fan of the oil industry. Uh, I've taken them on for 30 years. Uh, I don't like them. They don't like me, and that's fine. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I know how hospital bills in my province, in my city, is paid. It's paid by the you know the 20, 30 billion bucks is generated every every year by the oil and gas sector. So I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth either, and I don't think anybody can afford to do that now especially given uh, the kind of pricing we're seeing for everything in a weak, weak Canadian dollar. Tell me, Shay, why we, we have a Canadian dollar trading at 137 pennies to buy a U.S. dollar. Yeah. That's adding inflation on everything. Everything. We price all our commodities in U.S. terms. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, what about diesel? We, we often overlook diesel. How is it doing? Is it is it tracking along with gas or is it out of whack again? Yeah, it's collapsed. And, and that's the strange part because it's 15% below the five-year average. So we have a shortage of diesel. We're not supplying enough. Uh, this thing is going to get really crazy. As soon as the temps really start to change, and I guess that will be uh, in and around New York, which is where the market takes place for eastern Canada, Chicago for all of western Canada, and, of course, uh, the Pacific Northwest uh, for Vancouver and Lower Mainland. Once temps really start to drop, diesel consumption goes to the roof, not just because of everything we do with diesel, because you can't run any economy in the world without it, 
Uh, but you add then the heating oils and stove oils and other products, you can start to see where this is going to get, uh, get very expensive very quickly. So whatever reason the markets have done this, as I said, they're, they're wacky. Um, and sooner or later, there's going to be a correction. It's going to be very unpleasant. I just hope that gas stations aren't as quick in raising the prices as they are in not dropping them when they damn well should. Uh, okay, so uh, this weekend looks like you might save a few bucks if you fill up, but you're talking about uh, danger on the horizon. What, what what are you thinking for timelines and how much of a change? Like, how much might things be headed up, Dan? I'm looking at uh, the end of October, beginning of November, when, again, weather does change and uh, we see the move on diesel, which will force, force a lot of refineries to... Uh, Try to, try to configure as much as they can to produce more of that. Uh, and I would think that uh, although prices should be in the 125, 130 range here, um, they could easily go up 10 cents a liter between now and Christmas. Uh, that's the, the, you know, that's probably the best case scenario. Worst case scenario is that oil begins to reflect and track uh, the significant serious shortage that we're seeing globally as a result of OPEC's moves. OPEC then decides, hey, we're not just going to extend this cut of 3 million barrels a day to December. Guess what? Because what the, the the show that we saw here from dumb energy markets, we're going to actually extend this for another three or four months, well into 2024. If that happens, we go to 110 dollars a barrel. The Canadian dollar doesn't uh, show any kind of uh, you know any kind of uh, uh, attractiveness or can't respond to the therapy. Uh, then we're looking at you know possibly another 10, so 20 cent a liter overall increase by uh, by roughly March or April. Okay, all right, fair enough, uh, Dan. Great insight as always. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it.